This episode, like all our episodes, is brought to you by our beloved Patreon donors. So this week, we'd like to thank Rebecca, Linda, and Lucia. And an extra special thanks this week to Julia. Julia is a ballad to herself, sung by Celine Dion at the peak of her career. Uh, maybe we should try something less weird. We could talk about how I'm like pecking at the microphone with my nose like a bird. Oh, that's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Our producer has informed us uh, that we are weird and she's correct. She's so. incorrect. She is incorrect. No. We're normal. Exceedingly We're normal. normal. We're normal. <laughs> when you meet some dough, you don't know where to go in this patriarchal capitalist hellscape. Well, here's the sitch. We're gonna help you, sis, because bitches get riches. Bitches get riches. Bitches get riches. Bitches get riches. And so can you. Wait, no, the sax is too long. I just realized it's like 16 measures of just sax. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet ain't got no reason. Welcome to our podcast. It's Saxophone with Your Mouth Sounds Hour, hosted by us, Shirley Dingleberry and... My lovely co-host, Bethany Blaylington. Yeah, I love Bethany. Beth, mm. can I call you Beth? Um, I prefer Fanny. Stop actually. talking. More saxophone. All right. <clears throat> do we do we feel like we can pull anything? I think that from was that? perfect. I don't know why you're not just rolling right into the intro. What do you think that people are here you're for? Right. You're right. If not this. All right. I'm Piggy. And I'm Kitty. And we're the bitches and bitches get riches. We're two kids in a trench coat, not human children, goats. And we're here to eat things you would never have believed were edible. Our time on this planet is limited. So let's get started. Today's letter comes to us from a Patreon donor. Thank you, blessed Patreon Thank donor. Thank you. Patreon.com slash bitches get riches. Our dear follower uh, who wished to remain anonymous asked, my dear sweet aunties, I work for a startup that grew from 25 people to 250 in the last year and a half. Okay. Mm. Since I've been with them, I have a generous paycheck, great benefits, and a vesting agreement that I'm halfway through, uh, though I know those shares aren't worth a dime if I can't sell them. Yes, correct. I like the work that I do okay enough. This is my first full-time job. I'm curious about what else is out there. What else could I be paying attention to? What other projects could I spend my time on? How do you know when it's time to leave a position? At time of recording, the news is all full of people who are just completely overwhelmed and burned out and stressed about their jobs. We're hearing about things like slow quitting, which is mostly just people fucking doing their jobs without angling. Yeah, pro- refusing to have your wages stolen. Yeah, working unpaid overtime. Yeah, weird, crazy. So I like this question because it's somebody who is coming to us without burnout and stress. (laughs) 
And I'm like, God bless you, honey. Like somebody's got to be overachieving out there. Somebody's got to be getting it done. And it might as well be you. I love that they are asking this question now instead of like, I am so burned out and depressed that I don't have the physical energy to do all the labor required to find a new job so good we have like nine episodes about that this is very different this is very different but so this person has clearly like they've gotten through the burnout Mm -hmm. and they're they're feeling pretty good about their job and they're like to the point where they're they're scanning around they're like all right what what else is out there i i want more challenges i want more opportunities they're channeling their inner little mermaid i want more Mm -hmm. And I want more. Yeah. I want to be where the people are. I want much more than this provincial this, life. Way mm-hmm. more than this provincial life. Absolutely. I feel like that's that's kind of the answer here is like, if you, there are there are two answers here, I should say. Like one is, you know, it's time to move on to a new job when you are overwhelmed, burned out and feeling taken advantage of. But the other side of it is if you are looking around and you realize that you have more to give and you have sort of outgrown the confines of your job. Having been somebody who has switched jobs in the past, I had a job for eight years and I knew it was time to move on because I was bored (laughs) and yet still somehow stressed because I knew how to do everything. I just didn't like have the time to do it. And I I wasn't feeling challenged. I was feeling stagnated and underappreciated. But that's, that's really when I kicked my my job search into high gear is when I was just like, I'm wasted here. My talents are wasted here. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that, you know, it's the kind of question that you will have to ask yourself throughout your life when you are in a job, when you are dating someone, when you are living in a house or apartment. Like, this is fine. This is okay. But is there something better out there mm-hmm. um it's tough because in almost all of those situations you can't really like hang on mm-hmm. to the sure thing while you explore but out of all of them the job is the easiest to try yeah so, i wouldn't try exploring other relationships when you're like in a monogamous relationship and you're like mm, just I like ready to move on from this so i'm just let me go I'm going to go fuck around. <laughs> yeah, like uh, just just downloading um, Grindr, which is how I find all of my dates. Um, oh, yes. That's, I thought that that's was a not, coffee app. That's that not a, the... Yes, it is. App? Yeah. I only date beans. Yeah. So. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what Rick Santorum told me. So. Um, so I think when you are in a situation where you're like overall pretty happy, but you are just feeling kind of an itch to explore. I think you made a really good point about like kind of following your instincts. If you're asking the question, then that might be your answer. I will also say sometimes you can come full circle and explore what's out there and be like, actually what I had was really rare and really great. So here's the nice thing about it. If you're working for a good company, um, there should be no barrier to you leaving the company on good terms and then one day returning. Um, that's more rare. I think if you (laughs) date someone and you're like, uh, actually, I don't know if this is what I really want. Uh, and then you come back five years later and you're like, "Uh, actually, you're as good as it gets. Can we, can we, can we commit please? Pretty please. I don't want to be on it. I've seen Um, the dating scene and it's grim. (laughs) 
Yes, I've learned a lot about myself and others, and it terrified me. Please take it back. Please take it um, back. So, uh, with a company, though, and I have known individuals who have maybe, say, uh, a leader who says, I really want you in this senior management position, but you are so many levels below that I can't justify that big of a jump to HR. Mm -hmm. They would make me interview a bunch of other candidates. So spooky. Spooky. (laughs) Corporate America. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they say like, hey, go work for six months at another company in between those two levels so that then we can bring you right back and bop you right up. It's a silly bit of bureaucracy, uh, but that I have known that to happen. Yeah. So it's not that's crazy. So, that's so incredible to me because it's such a risk for the employer, especially if the <laughs> really employee, is. right? Like, especially if, if the employee like leaves and it's just like, um, it's way better over here. I'm not going back. So mm-hmm. I mean, win win for the employee, like either way, they've they've got a place at their old employer or at the new one, but risky for the employer if somebody decides that they have it better somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and And if your company like wouldn't consider rehiring you as the same person with even more experience, even more education or whatever further on down the road, they're probably not as great of a company as you thought that they were initially. Um, So I think it's worth it sometimes to take the risk and walk away from something good if you have that itch within you. Um, But there is absolutely nothing, nothing stopping you from discreetly exploring other options. Yeah, not not a damn thing. In the arms of the angels. Investing in giant soulless companies can be disheartening. Who knows what kind of monsters are using your money to kick puppies or rip flowers out by the root. That's why we like MainVest, the crowdfunding platform that makes it easy to find and invest in wholesome small businesses. So if you're passionate about supporting small businesses and hyper-local investing, use MainVest to make sure your money is going to support sweet little mom and pops and not clubbing baby seals incorporated. Go to mainvest.pxf.io slash BGR or click the link on the show notes to start investing in small businesses with MainVest today. One should never feel pressured to make this decision. Like I'm, I'm reading this and, you know, our, our dear, dear patron who's writing this is saying, you know, I, the company's growing. I have a generous paycheck. I have a great benefits. I have a vesting agreement. Like they've got all these things um, and they like the work. Okay. And I feel like they need to interrogate their own sort of reaction to all of this because mm-hmm. you, you don't want to be like, Oh, I've got all these great things, but I feel like I should be thinking about moving on. Like, I feel like I should be climbing that corporate ladder and it's fine if you feel called to do that, but it's also fine to be like, you know what? I'm pretty good where I am. I've got a good thing going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Contentedness in our society, I think, is very underrated and undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think uh, if you talk to people who have worked at a lot of companies, they are going to be the ones who are first to tell you if you find something that works pretty well, keep it because yeah. there really is an endless nightmare number of bad bosses out there in the world. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't feel pressured to move on. Don't feel f- pre- pressured to angle for a promotion or a, a raise. I mean, 
frankly, I think you should always be angling for a raise. But if yes. you like where you're at and you feel like it's uh, it, it's a good use of your talents, don't feel like you got to move. Yeah, so. I agree. And, and if you have that kind of like, ooh, I think I want something new. Is it necessarily coming from your sort of career uh, mm. uh, self or could it be coming from your personal self? Are you yeah, You feeling... might need to go join a pickleball league. That's a thing. I've uh, heard of it. <laughs> I couldn't begin to tell you what pickleball is. <laughs> and frankly, unless it involves kosher dills, I don't want to know. <laughs> it sounds... No. I reject this. Um, but no, like, when's the last time you went on a vacation to somewhere you've never been before? When's the last time you went to some part of the world where you didn't speak the language? When is the last time you made a brand new friend? Um, when's the last time you picked up a brand new hobby? Like, or taught yourself like a new skill? Like pickleball. <laughs> like pickleball. The important skill of knowing what pickleball is. Exactly. That's a skill that I am open to developing, but I'm not actively working on. <laughs> I mean, I guess my your your point is completely valid, which is that like you if you're feeling this restlessness, it might not be about your job. It might be about some other aspect of your life, um, some other pickleball related aspect of your life. Um, and yeah. you need to start a new hobby, join a new club, like whatever. That's fine. Um, but just really like sit with yourself and and determine where the sense of ennui is coming from um yeah it, it, like it you might be just fine in your job if you change it up in some other aspect of your life yeah yeah and i think too um thinking about what is at stake for you mm -hmm. if you um so the the question asker um mentioned that this is their first um job so they're probably pretty young. Um, mm -hmm. If you are in your early to mid 20s, you don't have a house, you don't have kids, you ain't married, um, you have a lot of freedom to explore. Mm -hmm. uh, you may come to a part of your life, as I did, where um, settling in terms of my career mm. was very much a conscious decision that I made. I found yeah. a job that was boring. Mm -hmm. as fuck <laughs> where i got to work with people who are very nice and respectful of each other mm. and that had a company culture that was not toxic and the work was easy for me and i was like all right this is it for me where i was in my life i had just bought a house i'd just gotten married um, I wanted to focus on a lot of things in my life outside of work, and I wanted work to pay all of my bills while asking as little of me as possible. So you may yeah. come to a point in your life where you're ready to settle. It might not be now. Um, and again, like you can always there are so many jobs mm. in the world. You can so always, always change. If you don't like it, change again. If you do like it, change again anyway we talk mm. a lot about how job hopping is an excellent Great excellent strategy for building well yeah yeah absolutely yeah. um you are far more likely to get a substantial raise when moving to a new company whereas many companies internally have uh, either a spoken or unspoken cap in terms of mm. how high you can jump um those bastards usually that's around like uh, i have heard between Four and ten percent is just kind of the mm -hmm. 
range. Um, so you, if you stay with a company for a really long time, it, that can be fine. Um, if it works for you, it works for you. But definitely be cognizant of the fact that you may be leaving money on the table. However, mm. if you're with a company that in a year and a half has grown from, what was it, 25 to 250 employees? Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're doing just fine. Maybe I would consider mm. staying until until uh, those vested funds come through. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, that's if they're pretty, growing that pretty fast, interesting. Like, it might be the case that like you know you're going to be reassigned to a new position within the company, or your talk roles to your boss. Change. Yeah. yeah, just talk, tell your boss like, like I love what I do and I love challenged. this team, but I want this has been my only job. And I want mm -hmm. to know what else there is. And totally. you have to do some of this work, right? Like you have to know what it is that you want and tell your boss so that your boss can make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so have that you conversation. Yeah. Don't don't go in and just say, like, I'm kind of bored. I just don't know. I don't I'm like bored. Yeah. say something like I would like more direct ownership over projects or. I would like fewer client interactions because that's wearing me out or, you yeah, know, whatever, like to people come up with ever. specific stuff. Don't talk to anyone. Just don't talk yeah, to people. It's true. It's true. Or just saying, you know, they, they this anonymous asker says, I'm curious about what else is out there. Like, tell your boss, I'm curious about what else is out there. And they might be like, oh, my gosh, uh, please don't go. There's a lot more you could you could be used for in here. Um, let's put you on a leadership track. Yes. And I would also say ask um you can ask your boss in more of a mentorship capacity like i this is my first job ever can you be honest with me and like give me an idea of like what is it that you really like you as someone with more experience than i have what do you like about working here what's valuable about it compared to other companies and ask that question of like your boss your coworkers if you have mentors within your company um, they can just tell you. And it may be that in your industry, people will say like, oh, you can get a job like this anywhere. Like I've worked for a lot of companies like this. I have heard people say things like that. I've also heard people say, oh, my God, never leave this place because it is a nightmare out there. And, and that's very industry specific. So ask the people in your industry and they they'll tell you who the bad employers are, who the good employers are like. Especially if you're at a company mixer, put like one drink in me and I will give you like a full letter grade for every company I've ever worked for and with. <laughs> That's why they call you the Kurt Vonnegut of corporate America. That's right. Yeah. Bing, bing. Oh, I, I give say... you an A, by the way. Oh, thank wink, you. Wink. That's so sweet. Um, I want to say something about timing, which is that mm -hmm. uh, you never know how long it's going to take to A, find a new job and B, start at that new job. So if you're, again, if you're asking the question, that's a good sign that like, you know, you might want to start that process. But even if you're not asking a question that you should always be like keeping an eye to what's out there. You should always be applying to new jobs. You should always be practicing your interviewing skills if you can take the time off. Um, but that's that's going to be useful. And you might not feel ready to leave a place yet, but then you interview for another job and you get really excited about it. And that sort of shows like, oh, now I see what's out there. Now I see what I'm lacking in my current role. 
I should go, you know, take on this other job. Um, so I, I definitely think that there's something to be said for constantly, you know, keeping your eyes to the job board and keep applying. And also it's like, it's good practice. You know, you never want to get yeah. out of practice with that. Lord knows I am very, after <laughs> the great fun employment period of 2020, I am very well practiced in job interviews and it is a skill you don't want to get rusty at. Um, exactly. So, so again, like there's just there's no guarantee that you're going to find a job within six months of starting to look for one. So uh, start the process as soon as you like get a little a little tickle that you might want to move on to something else. I like that. It's good advice. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Listeners, if you want us to answer your question, go to bitchesgetriches.com and click Ask the Bitches. Our goal here at Bitches Get Riches is to help people, but we want to make a living wage for ourselves and our assistant doing so without being like a total piece of shit sellout. So if you believe in that mission and you want to help us achieve it, the easiest way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash bitches get riches. We also accept one-time donations through paypal.com slash paypalme slash bitches get riches. And if you need more of our spicy, spicy wisdom, you can read our articles and follow us on social media, and you can do all that stuff at bitchesgetriches.com. Hey, is there anything else they should know? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you a series of three questions, and then I'm going to interpret the data based on your answer. Are you ready? Yes, I am. First question. What is your favorite animal, real or imaginary, and why? Um unicorns because uh they are majestic they're fast they're free and they are phallic okay and if you could be any animal real or imaginary what animal would you be and why a house cat a house cat (laughs) they just get to lay around all day they're so lazy they don't have to work and when they're hungry they can like ask for food pretty violently and people still think they're cute uh house cat definitely easily okay okay last question what is your favorite food and why Monocle's Pizza because it is pizza so divine and so heavenly that it ruins all other pizzas in every geographic location for the rest of your life. Okay, uh, here is the interpretation. Your favorite animal is how you think of yourself. You think of yourself as a unicorn. Ding. Uh, you're, the animal you most like to be? <laughs> a lazy house cat? That's how other people think of you. Ding. <laughs> and your favorite food pizza so good that it ruins all their pizza for you that's how you think of sex ding good to know bitches Bitches out. out